1: it is monday july 24th the athletic revealed its nba power rankings and well we have some thoughts i'm mad max join me the one and only six panther panther how was your weekend
2: uh good weekend great weekend i don't know if you saw I noticed and or paid attention we got off to a great start because we hit another parlay from our friday bets so i got saturday off to a, a nice start went down to uh belterra casino florence indiana with chubby zebra and the sex kitten saturday night we saw 38 special and came back yesterday a little relaxing at home but uh, otherwise pretty good weekend
1: i did see that i was i was uh keeping tabs on that and when the the parlay hit i said ding 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 uh finally we, we've been a uh, in a little bit of a drought for parlays so i was glad to hit that you know it's funny too it's like when we hit one of them it basically just pays for like the next four or five you know so <laughs> <One> <laughs> yeah, week we're good <laughs> well there was a stretch where we hit like three or four in a row and it paid us off for a really long time uh, you know um but yeah it, parlays are fun fun thing to do i know you dgens like it and uh i like the guys that you know that do end up tailing us on these things and when we do hit from time to time it puts a smile on my face um, no Barbie Heimer for you then. Uh, no, no double feature. Uh, uh, Oppenheimer, Barbie. That 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 wasn't in your weekend plans.
2: No, none of my weekend plans. Sex kitten is taking my daughter and her daughter, um, a group of friends out to see Barbie tonight. They all went out and bought outfits, dressing in pink. I think going out for pink milkshakes or something afterwards. So whatever, I'll be in bed. I don't care. If any, if I was going to do anything, I would have went and saw, uh, let's see, what did we have out? Transformers, I would have seen that. Mission Possible, I think, is either out or coming out. Uh, something along those lines. Oppenheimer, I'll probably watch it when it comes out on Netflix. But uh, no, I haven't been to it. I don't think I've been to the movies since probably the last Marvel movie I went to.
1: <laughs> that's, that tracks. You, you know what I did this weekend? It, it, you know, um, I, I know we're going to get to NBA power rankings, but I want to talk about something that's really near and dear into my heart, and that's pizza power rankings. I because pizza. I live, I live in New York, New Jersey, and uh, listen, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the rest of the United States, New York, New Jersey pizza is the best in, in the United States, best, best in the world. I'm sorry, and uh, apologies to, to to Italy, where pizza came from, uh, Neapolitan pizza. I do love it. New York, New Jersey pizza, best in the world. Now, where I get into some debate is what is after that? Like, what pizza style is after that? Because, of course, you got the the California, like the little thin crust. You got the Chicago, the deep dish, like this was basically lasagna, lasagna pizza. I think I have a new second favorite. I had Detroit style pizza. Uh, yesterday me and my wife went to a detroit style pizza and i gotta say man holy shit so fucking good
2: uh, I'm a huge fan there is one company ironically up there in that state that shall not be named jet's pizza makes it incredibly good i kid you not this thing's three quarters of an inch to an inch thick of just nothing but bread crust before the toppings absolutely delicious but i am partial to the new york style thin crust um borderline hand sauce. i like more sauce more toppings than i do bread so uh yeah that next in line but if, if you can find a thick crust that's done right they can nail it but if they miss it just doesn't really leave a good taste in your mouth
1: you know what I love about the Detroit style is, is, is the crispy edges. Like the cheese that kind of like kind of crisps up and almost like a, a a cracker type thing. It's just got this burnt kind of cheese and oh ah, so fucking good, man. I, I could eat just that. I could just eat a plate of that fucking shit. It's amazing. Uh, Mr. Fitted in the chat saying Cincinnati style Panther. What is Cincinnati style pizza?
2: Um I really don't know, but Oh Ohio, Ohio has there's a company um out of Columbus, uh, Donato's Pizza. It's a thinner thinner crust i'm actually a bigger fan of square angles um i know they're down in cincinnati i don't know what he's referring to specifically of cincinnati style but donato you are ever traveling in ohio or you even have i think there's even some in pennsylvania it's very regional you get an opportunity to try donato's pizza hello donato's we'll take ad revenue um my favorite pizza it is my favorite pizza bar none anywhere
1: Okay what he's describing is Detroit style He says square cut crispy cheese edges that sounds exactly like detroit that that's that me the, the Cincinnati style sounds like Detroit is that, did they just rip off detroit? is, is this all like one region because me because listen minute listen, it's all one region to me. I know once talking to you that i'm I'm, I'm vastly wrong with my assumptions here that there are it's so, micro-regions where hey, there's Indiana, the, there's the, 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 the M-Word area, there's the Cincinnati, Ohio area, you know, and then, then, then of course, there's Pittsburgh, which is part of Ohio. We made that declaration last week. Um, so, yeah, interesting. I, I tell you, though, great fucking pizza. Now, enough about pizza. Let's get into NBA power rankings. So the athletic put out their NBA rankings, which I thought was a little early, but I guess, listen, you know, NBA drafts happen. There's still, you know, some free agents, the, the James Harden stuff that has to be decided. And, and who knows what, how Joel Embiid's feelings are right now, but they did put these out and so let's look at their power rankings. They've put them in different tiers. Tier 1, the contenders. So they got number 1 Denver Nuggets. They have number 2, the Milwaukee Bucks. They have number 3, the Golden State Warriors, number 4, the Boston Celtics, number 5, the Phoenix Suns. And that that, that that's their top 5 right there. Panther, what do you think about their top 5?
2: Uh, listen, I think it is the Denver Nuggets, um, and everybody else, but if we're going to put teams in the top five, uh, Golden State, you know, made a big move, getting rid of Jordan Poole, bringing in Chris Paul, the dynamics of having Paul and Steph Curry. Uh, listen, I, I find it very interesting. I got to believe Chris Paul is your point guard. Curry moves to a, a two, almost a pure shooter. His scoring could go way up. I'm excited to see how Golden State pans out. But um, uh, Milwaukee, listen, I don't think they've done anything. I don't think Milwaukee's gotten any better. Boston, I still like Boston and the Porzingis thing. If he could stay healthy, could be an absolute godsend for them. And who do we have left? Phoenix. Phoenix. I don't like Phoenix at all. I do not like the Phoenix Suns at all. Would not put them in the top five.
1: My instant reaction to this is I disagree with the top five, but then when pressed to who my top five are, i was <laughs> <I'm just> struggling <laughs> to figure out what that would be. Like, I, I agree with you. I think Golden State Warriors, it, 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 like, it just when you tell me, Golden State Warriors top five team, I was like, no, no, no. But then when you think about it, I was like, I guess maybe they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like Milwaukee. I don't love Milwaukee. Either. You know, and you're right. They did nothing. You know what they did? They fired their head coach. That's what they did. They fired their head My coach. They bring, you know, that's what they did. And they're, they're a better team as a result of firing an NBA winning head coach. I, I guess so. Um, I don't I don't love the Phoenix thing. I probably I, Phoenix is definitely. I'd say Phoenix is definitely top five. I think yeah, you, you have to put them in there when you know. With, I mean, I, with a healthy. Um, uh, Kevin Durant and and if if healthy Kevin Durant uh, and Devin Booker you know that, that, that's a pretty good top five team and same thing you know what they did they fired their head coach <laughs> I think I brought in Frank Vogel I brought in a guy that has won a title before um, so yeah I mean I'm I'm hard pressed who who to put in the top five like you know. Uh, let's go to the next section. Let's go to the next section of teams to see if there's anyone we can drag into the top five. Cause this is called tier two brink of contention. Number six, the Los Angeles Lakers, number seven, the Miami heat, number eight. Uh, no, that, that's, so that's it for tier two. Tier two is, is the, um, I, I, I take exception with this because there's a, there's a tier three team that I thought was going to be in tier two and possibly tier one. Um, I, I yeah, I, I don't know if I can put the Miami Heat or the Los Angeles Lakers into the top five. If I had to pick one, I listen, I, I hate to say it. I might put the Lakers as a top five team in this league. Panther. They made a lot of moves. They they improved tremendously, I feel. They had one of the best um off seasons of of any team. You bring in Gabe Vincent, you know, you brought in um uh, 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 Torine Prince. He brought in uh, Cam Reddish. Um, you you re-signed Austin Reeves. You re-signed uh, Hashim Hashimura. Um, you re-signed D'Angelo Russell. Um, uh, yeah, listen, I th- I think I think that you know you put them and, and Le- Lebron might be what I don't know fucking sixty seven years old. I don't know fucking know how old Lebron James is, but he didn't fucking look at last year and. It all comes down to a healthy LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis. And we saw that for a stretch of the time. When when, they, when Anthony Davis was healthy, that team was dangerous. So, to me, I I might take out the Warriors out of the top five and put the Lakers in the top five.
2: I might take out the Suns out of the top five and maybe put the Lakers in. The Lakers did, and then for LeBron, this is the deepest team he's ever had. If you've listened to the show For the four years we've been doing it, you know I preach depth, bench, minutes, rotation. This is the best the Lakers have looked on paper. You know, last year when they made all those moves at the trade deadline, they actually got better. And look what happened. Anthony Davis was injured, LeBron was injured, and that depth kept them in playoff contention. This kind of depth can keep them in playoff contention, not if, but when. LeBron and Anthony Davis are injured at one or both at the same time. I do like this Lakers team. I don't necessarily think they're a top five team, but the problem is I don't think anybody outside of Denver and Boston are top five teams. I'm really not in love with a lot of these teams.
1: I'll throw the Miami heat as a top five team dot, dot, dot once they get Damian Lillard in there. (laughs)
2: If if they get Damian Lillard, this this is a team that's like, you know, one step into a nursing home. Like they keep doing it. They they keep pulling rabbits out of magicians hat. But how much longer can they keep this thing going? This is a very old team.
1: And they lost some key players. And granted, now they built up those key players. Like what does Max Stress and Gabe Vincent look like outside of the heat culture? Like, I mean, you know, they, they built up these guys and they're really good for it. Uh, So we'll see how they look like outside of the heat culture, but those were guys that got them to the finals. Those were, those are key players and they're gone now. Uh, Vic Oladipo never really panned out in Miami, but you know, we'll see if he can stay healthy in Oklahoma city. Um, But they they lost some key players there. But if they, they, yeah, if you're right, if they pull in um, the, you know, magic hat, Damian Lillard uh, trick. Then that could be a top five team. Okay, going down to the next set, and now here is called Tier Three, the playoff hopefuls. Here's where I take exception with number eight. Um, I think the Sacramento Kings could be a cusp top five play, uh, top five team in this league. I really do think so, and to have them out of that second tier, it kind of bothered me. So anyway, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers coming in at nine. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies coming in at ten. They've got some issues. We know that for sure. Uh, the L.A. Clippers coming in at 11. Another team that could be interesting, uh, healthy. Who, who's going to be healthy? Who's not going to be healthy? Do they get James Harden? Uh, Clippers number 11. Then, then they, uh, All right. Now again, the Philadelphia 76ers number 12. We'll see what, what happens there. They, of course, fired Doc Rivers. And it seems like uh, their um, uh, James Harden situation is out of control. Maybe the process might be over there. So... And then tier four play in Battleground, New York Knicks, number 13. I think that's a team that's on the rise. Minnesota Timberwolves, I, I don't put them in hot, that high. They're at 14. Oklahoma City, number 15. That's a team uh, up and coming. Uh, New Orleans uh, Pelicans, number 16. Dallas Mavericks, number 17. Maybe they should be a little bit higher, maybe. I don't know. Uh, see, Dallas, uh, of course, they they you know, re signed Kyrie Irving. They brought in Grant Williams from Boston. They got Seth Curry. Um, they, they made some moves. Rashawn Holtons from Sacramento came in. Um, they, they're they addressing some depth there. I think Dallas is a team to watch to maybe jump up the ranks if Kyrie doesn't fucking blow that shit up. And then it kind of just keeps going on and on and on. Um, yeah, there's there's the, the bottom teams. I, I can read through the list when we get through some of these. Okay, so thoughts on the Sacramento Kings. I think you're aligned with me, right? Maybe a little too low.
2: Uh, a lot of too low. I would say, you know, you start talking about the Lakers and the Heat, I like the Sacramento Kings better than I like both of those teams. Uh, this is a young team that's trending the right direction. And, you know, that we saw flashes last year of who this team can be. They learn to win on the road. They're really good at home. They start to win on the road. And if you remember, the West used to be like, oh, like it, was a, it was just a gauntlet, right, trying to get through the West. I really don't think it's that way anymore. I mean, Denver's – Obviously really good. Golden State's dominant at home. Suck on the road. The Suns, I think, are good but beatable. The Clippers, holy shit, they're like average age of 45 years old. Uh, Yeah, the Kings are prime. And the other team, listen, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, what a dumpster fire that it has been, could be. The John Morant thing is going to be a looming story. But I think the best thing they did, was bring in Marcus Smart to maybe bring some culture, some locker room presence to that Memphis locker room. I still like the talent, even without Dylan Brooks, even starting the season without John Morant, I still like the talent and the depth of the Memphis Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, totally agree. I think Memphis is a little low on this list. I think they're taking the John Morant thing a little I mean, John Morant's been injured for a while and that team just kind of floats on and does its own thing. And Marcus Smart is going to step up, I, th- I believe, in 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 Memphis and and take this team, uh, you know, through that transition period without John Morant. And hopefully, Morant can get his head right and stay on the court. I mean, simple as that. Um, you know, for uh, a couple of these other teams that are, you know, these fringe top ten teams, or or you know, like Cleveland. I mean, maybe we hit a wall with Donovan Mitchell, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe this, we know what Donovan Mitchell does and his teams can do. Uh, I still like them. I still think that they're a pretty, you know, good team. Um, But, you know, uh, we'll see about Cleveland if they can make that next step forward. The Clippers. The Clippers are an interesting team. I think that the Clippers are probably a top 10 team even without bringing in James Harden. Um, I think they might be a 15th team if they bring in James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, I, I don't think James Harden really pushes them over to the top. Philadelphia's interesting, man. I, li- I like the Philadelphia 76ers, but it's hard to know like who's going to be on the court for them. you know. And, and they did fire Doc Rivers. They brought in Nick Nurse. I, I actually I like that move by them. Um, but yeah, it's, there's still so much in flux, and that's why I was surprised to see that the Athletic put this out yet because there are a lot of things that are going to still happen here. Um, but yeah, to me, if I'm looking at this Dallas at 17, I think they're a little too low. Uh, and I know I, I listen. I'm a Kyrie Irving uh, detractor, if you will. I'm a guy that has uh, been very negative towards Kyrie Irving. But I think this team is is a little too low. So, anyway, that's some NBA talk here on a Monday. We'll uh, see how this progresses. Uh, see where the, some of these players end up. Uh, but for now, we're gonna take a quick break, and we got some baseball bets. So let's hopefully we can hit a uh, hit another DJ and parlay. Stay tuned. Uh, We're back, possibly never left. All right. Um, You know, the other thing that happened over the weekend, too, was uh, Messi, of course, in soccer uh, showed up and played in in Miami. That was was fucking huge. So, uh, you know, that's that's huge for the sport of hockey here in in the United States. Uh, Football, as they call it, all over the world and all over the world. uh, You're probably right because, I mean, you know, you actually kick the ball with your foot, whereas in our football, I mean, is it? Because it's it's like the size of a foot. Is that it? Shaped like a foot. I don't know. Uh, don't do much with your feet other than kicking field goals and punts. And they're trying to get rid of that shit too. So <laughs> uh, we need a new name for football here in the United States. All right, uh, Panther. Where are we? Where are we going to baseball today? I got three. Surprisingly, I got three.
2: I've got four plays, but I'm gonna throw you for a loop. I got I got a couple of off the beaten path, a little, little different place for you today. We're going to start in Minnesota where Seattle comes a calling. Luis Castillo on the mound going against Kente Maeda. I, maybe a little, I, you know, I use the word trap, but off um, the line kind of stinks. I got Seattle minus 120, uh, and, I, and I like that play. I'm going to go with the Minesweepers here, but the other thing that I'm looking at here, my second bet, Chubby Zebra and I spent the weekend together, and one of the things that we looked at uh, We're strikeout. Leaders, I guess, or losers, if you will. Uh, and that is the the Minnesota Twins. They lead the league in strikeouts at well over 10 per game. Uh, Castillo is set. Uh, there's a mark at 7.5 on FanDuel of strikeouts. I loved over a 7.5 strikeouts for Luis Castillo. So I'm on the Minesweepers for 10 bucks and Castillo over 7.5 Ks for 10 bucks.
1: I think the DJ is going to like that. A lot of guys that do player props and and some little parlays and in-game parlays, same, same game parlays or whatever. So uh, uh, there you go. Uh, Good luck with that. Uh, I'm on the opposite side. I think Minnesota is the play here. I think Minnesota is not a bad team. I really think that Minnesota is a team to, to watch. We were kind of talking about uh, that uh, not too long ago. I think that, you know, they make a couple of moves. It's a team that could be pain in the ass come playoff time, but they're playing some pretty good baseball right now. Uh, they're at home um, and Castillo has not been as lights out as he did in the, to start of the season. Um, I still like him. I still like him a lot. He, he is the, the better pitcher out of the two, but yeah, I think that line's indicative of something's up. Some shenanigans in this game. I'm going to lean Minnesota.
2: All right. Next game up. We're looking at the Rangers going to the Houston Astros uh, gray versus B This isn't a necessarily a game, that I'm betting both of these teams are missing a lot of their stars. Uh, Corey Seager and Adoles Garcia are both out for Texas. Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez are both still out for the Astros. They're missing a lot of offensive production. So that got me on the eight and a half. I am betting the under for this game. Not really leaning aside, but I like the under eight and a half in this game for 10 bucks.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that play, and, and you're right. Uh, when it comes to you know uh, picking sides, this is a tough one, man. Like it really is. I mean, the line the the, the line shows that it's <laughs> a tough one. It's a fifty fifty game. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of gun to my head, I'll lean Houston here, but I, I don't really have a dog in this fight. But yeah, I, th- I think the under might be a solid play with all the offensive weapons that are out there. Um and both teams have, have some pitching depth even even in the bullpen and, and so I think that they could probably keep this score down. So uh, yeah, I like it. I'll give you a lean there.
2: All right, last game up for me. Pittsburgh's on the road in San Diego. Prester on the mound for Pittsburgh, your favorite pitcher, you Darvish. On the mound for the Fathers. Listen, I think I've mentioned this about every time Darvish pitches, we talk about the Padres on the road. I tend to fade them at home. I really like him at home against the Pirates, who kind of are who we thought they really would be. I got a run line to catch some value, but at minus 132, I'm okay with that. Give me the Fathers for 10 bucks on the run line
1: got 121 on the run line there, um, nice. but uh, that's that's all I'm going to get you here. I'm not going to get you any moral support. I'm not going to I'm not going to back this one. Um, I, 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 It's too much money. It's too much money on you, Darvish. It's too much money on the San Diego Padres. I, I just can't. Uh, Pittsburgh is a mess compared to where they were earlier in the season, especially. Uh, so yeah, San Diego should get the win. I don't like it. I'm going to lean Pittsburgh here with a plus two Oh five. I think there's some value there for me to, you know, fade fucking Hugh Darvish. Like I usually do. So I'll lean on Pittsburgh there.
2: Think Hugh Darvish is the uh, Kyrie Irving of baseball for you. That's all I've got. What else you got?
1: Oh boy. All right. Let's look at this Baltimore Orioles at the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, uh, I said something last week, Panther. I said by the end of this weekend, the Baltimore Orioles will be in first place in the AL East. And Panther, lo and behold, who is in first place in the, the AL Baltimore East?
2: Baltimore Orioles. For, for about the last two or three days, I think they. Yeah, have been.
1: yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh, by two games. They are in the first place in the AL East. Uh, remember how hot the Tampa Bay Rays started off this season. Tampa Bay is still a great team, but 3-7 and seven over their last 10. Well, Baltimore is 7-3 and three over their last 10. And I, I get it. They're on the road against a Philadelphia team that has played better baseball as of late. I just, I, man, I think the, the value is on Baltimore here. I'm getting a plus line on where I feel is the better team. I'm not ashamed to say that. I think that the Baltimore Orioles are the better team here, and you're giving me plus 112 at the sportsbook that shall not be named. $10 bet on those.
2: Yeah, I think Baltimore obviously is the hotter team right now. The Phillies are starting to get correct. I know the last couple times when Sanchez has come up, we've kind of shit on him, but you actually look at his numbers and you look at his season numbers, he's pitching quite well. I think he's a fixture in this rotation right now. The problem has been the offense. When the Phillies can get some good pitching, the offense doesn't show up. And then when the offense does show up, the pitching doesn't seem to come to task. So it's, it's a tough, tall order for the Phillies to try and get everything correct. I think the value is the Orioles. This was a coin flip game for me. I can't even lean aside. I guess I'll give you moral support. Um, but this is a 50-50 game to me. So I'll lean the uh, positive line, if you will.
1: All right, well, here's a game that I knew that you weren't gonna be on uh, you know, then that's your Cincinnati Reds, Cincinnati Pizza, Cincinnati style pizza, the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, they are in Milwaukee and Ashcraft is not a guy that we can really rely on as one of their uh, top guys in their rotation. And I think Milwaukee is going to take advantage of that. This line is getting worse. I had it at minus 115 not too long ago. Uh, It's minus 120 in most books. However, I just found right now at BetMGM a Rogue minus 110. I can still get on Milwaukee. So I'm going to jump all over that. Uh, If you can find the minus 110, congrats, because it is getting worse at every single book that I see. Uh, So $10 bet on the Brewers.
2: Yeah, this was a game I, I really just couldn't jump on a side. It is a battle for first place. I think the Reds are the better offensive team. But this isn't, you know, Milwaukee's not throwing one of their better. It's not Corbin Burns. It's not Brandon Woodruff. It's not Peralta. Hell, it's not even Adrian Hauser. It's just Colin Ray. And that doesn't get me excited at all going against Graham Ashcraft, as you mentioned. The pitching matchup is kind of a focal point of the way I bet. I don't like this pitching matchup. I'm going to lean the Reds because that's kind of like my new Homer team. But um, yeah, no play for me.
1: All right, and I'm going to close this out with a lottery ticket. I do, I do, do I have a lot of faith that this team could win today? No, because I don't have a lot of faith that this team could win a lot of <laughs> games in Major League Baseball this year. But they have to win every so often, and they're facing a Guardians team that is vulnerable. A Guardians team that I think. Could not be minus 195, one minus 188 against you know any team in the league, including the Kansas City Royals. So pure value play flyer here. I, I like it. Ten dollar bet on the Royals.
2: Yeah, I tend to agree with you. It's not, not not that I really think the Royals can win. They're absolutely atrocious on the road. But Cleveland is not one of the better offensive scoring teams. Their pitching is good, but they just don't put up a ton of runs and uh, minus 195 literally against anybody it could be against oakland and i wouldn't like that play so the value is the royals it is a lottery i'm not a big fan of lottery especially on bad teams like the royals but i will give you moral support and hope you win
1: all right so we're gonna go on with that under in the texas houston game right so let's let's do that under there um Man, uh, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Baltimore in there. Got a little plus line on Baltimore plus one twelve, so I'm gonna do that. What else are we gonna do today? Let's see. Um, Man, I
2: love I love my Castillo strikeout play.
1: I can't throw it in the parlay right here where, where I'm doing the parlay. So. Oh, it
2: won't let you do it? Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not going to let me do that. I do like that strikeout play as well. Hopefully those DJs can, can toss that in there. So,
2: Zuzu's all over it. He loves it as well.
1: He loves that? Okay. Um. So what else are we going to do then? Mm.
2: You, Definitely, didn't, you,
1: you, I did not you didn't like, like the Padres? <laughs> I did not like the Padres play. We were uh, on
2: opposite sides of Seattle, Minnesota.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. Um... Wow, I I don't know how. What, what do you think about the Blue Jays with a little plus line against the Dodgers? I know you weren't on that game.
2: I it's, wasn't on that game. I think the pitching advantage is the Blue Jays with Barrios, Barrios on yeah. the mound. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think much of this Mike Grove kid for the Dodgers and the Dodgers. I think there's a lot of uh, history that that they kind of get the Laker right, They're kind of the Laker. Uh, effect and people bet them, but I really don't. I've said preseason, I don't like this Dodger team. I'm okay with that. Let's let's throw the Blue Jays in there.
1: I right, throw the Blue Jays in there. That's plus 110 on our parlay. So listen, we, we we got Texas Houston on the under, we got Baltimore, uh, plus 105 at Philadelphia, and Toronto plus 110. That pay, That's a plus 722. So if we hit this, we're sitting pretty for a couple of days here. Uh, that's it. As the DJ parlay, that is our show for this. Uh, Monday. Yeah. Let's see. Zuzu saying, love the Castillo K prop. I'd eat the Chuck with the fathers, but you're right. Darvish is too tough to eat, eat it with. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to eat a meal with that guy. I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to that guy. (laughs) That guy's been burning me. I Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Azusa saying, great show as always. And fuck the fish. I think that's a great way to close out. Panther take us home.
2: Uh, You guys know the deal. Facebook, Twitter, we hang out. But right now, almost exclusively, if you want to talk to us, it's in here in the asylum. Join our Discord channel. It's 100% completely free. You can interact with us during the show, just like Zuzu has. Uh, interact, talk to us, call us out by name. We'll holler right back. The DJs were incredibly active over the weekend, all kinds of stuff going on. But listen, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. Most importantly, when it's all said and done, kids, it's all just make some money, fools.